0: Hey friend, welcome back to the Bible Tract Echoes radio broadcast. I'm so excited to be joined by you once again today. We are coming, can you believe it, to the very conclusion of Mark chapter number one. That means we have actually made significant progress in progressing through this particular book of the Bible. Lord willing, we're kind of going verse by verse, account by account, story by story through this book of the Bible. Thank you so much for joining us today. We are in the book of Mark, chapter number one. We're going to begin reading in verse number 39 in just a moment. We'll recall that on Monday, We talked about our need to realize our inadequacies. We're looking at this account of a leper coming to Jesus and saying, God, you have to help me. No one else can. He realized his own inadequacies. He realized the inadequacies of the social system, the medicine around him, that no money in the world could save him. He realized his inadequacies and came to Christ and he was healed. What did he do? He respected God's power. You and I must have respect, though we can never understand how great his power is. We must respect it. And this leper recognized his love, and he didn't take it for granted. That's what we're going to talk about today. The book of Mark, chapter 1, verse number 39, the Bible says this, And he, talking about Jesus, preached in their synagogues throughout all Galilee and cast out devils. And there came a leper to him, beseeching him, and kneeling down to him, and saying unto him, If thou wilt, thou canst make me clean. We see the posture of humility. He comes to him beseeching. He kneels down. He's already humbled by his physical malady. If thou wilt, thou canst make me clean. And Jesus, verse 41, moved with compassion, put forth his hand and touched him and saith unto him, I will be thou clean. What a loving God we serve. And as soon as he had spoken, it's amazing, when God speaks, things start happening. Immediately, the leprosy departed from him, and he was cleansed. And he, Jesus, straightly charged him. That's almost a command. It's an implication. It's a desire, strong desire. And forthwith sent him away, and saith unto him, here's what Jesus said, See thou say nothing to any man. He's saying, don't talk about this. But go thy way, show thyself to the priest, and offer for thy cleansing those things which Moses commanded for a testimony unto them. He's telling him to abide by the Old Testament law, go to the priest, offer a sacrifice for your cleansing, uh, uh, in the thanksgiving for your cleansing, and just go your way. Don't talk about this. But verse number 45, we see the leper's response because he realized his inadequacies. He respected God's power. He recognized his love, God's love, Jesus' love. What did he do? Well, he relayed the blessings. He didn't keep his mouth shut, but he went out and began to publish it much, and to blaze abroad the matter. That word blaze makes me think of a fire, doesn't it? He blazed abroad the matter, insomuch that Jesus could no more openly enter into the city, but was without in desert places, and they came to him from every quarter. Friend, it sounds like this leper did not follow directions very well, but I'd like to give you and I a challenge that I believe we could learn from this leper. There's an old song that says this. Let me read it for you. Make me a channel of blessing is the name of the song. Is your life a channel of blessing? Is the love of God flowing through you? Are you telling the lost of the Savior? Are you ready his service to do? The chorus goes, make me a channel of blessing today. Make me a channel of blessing, I pray. My life possessing, my service blessing, make me a channel of blessing today. The next verse, is your life a channel of blessing? Are you burdened with those that are lost? Have you urged upon those who are staying, the Savior who died on the cross? Is your life a channel of blessing, the next verse says. Is it daily, your life, is is it daily telling for him? Have you spoken the word of salvation to those who are dying in sin? That chorus again, make me a channel of blessing. Make uh, Make me a channel of blessing today. Make me a channel of blessing, I pray. My life possessing my service blessing. Make me a channel of blessing today. I ask you, are you a channel of blessing? Do you relay the blessings that God has given you? I have told you this before, but I have on my phone in the notes section, I have a little note there that progressively gets longer and longer. No, it's not my to-do list. That gets longer and longer as well. But in all sincerity, that list are the blessings that God has given us. I try, I forget so often but I try to keep track of his blessings. Why? Because in those down times, those difficult circumstances of life, when life pushes me down, it's so helpful to look back at what he's done and again thank him for it. I ask you, when was the last time you told anyone else something good that God has done for you? Ooh, it's something's boiling up inside me here. I, I have to ask, is the reason we don't talk about the good things all that much because we spend so much time talking about the bad things? Because we're so often found complaining or gossiping about our neighbors, we don't have any bandwidth left. We've hit our word limit for the day. We spend all our time bemoaning that which we don't have. We don't spend any time thanking him for that which we do have. What did this leopard do? Now, we could debate whether or not he was going directly counter to what God told him, but I've got to think that there's some scriptural application. There's some lesson to be learned here. Jesus told him, don't say anything. And what did he do? He told everybody. So much so that Jesus could not even enter the cities. We don't know if it's just because the Pharisees and Sadducees were so irritated at him for for being so powerful and having this authority. Or if it's just because the throngs would, would, would mob him because of the power that he had, apparently, obviously, to heal the sick. We don't know exactly why. But get this. Do this math with me. Try to to help me make sense of this. Jesus told the leper, don't tell anyone. And he couldn't keep his mouth shut. And then at the end of Jesus' service on earth, his life on earth as a human being, 100% God, 100% man, as he rose to the heavens, right before that, he leaves us what we call the Great Commission and says, go ye into all the world and preach the gospel. Tell everyone what has happened here. And yet, we can't beg, borrow, or steal a Christian that will tell someone about him. I'm talking to you, friend. If you're listening right now and you've never once in your life used a gospel tract, I am directly calling you out. You say that's not very kind. Well, it's not very nice to disobey the Savior, is it? He told you to tell everyone. Everyone in your neck of the woods, at least. See, I can't come to where you are. Maybe you live in Phoenix, Arizona. We have a lot of listeners there. Hello to Phoenix. Maybe you're there. You know what? I have not in my lifetime that I recall been to Phoenix. Maybe one of these days, I'll get an invitation from a church down there, and I'll go speak at a church in Phoenix. But you know what? Even if I do, I'll be there at most a week or two or three. I will not be able to reach Phoenix for the gospel, but maybe you can. Maybe you're on one of our new stations in New York, and maybe you say, you know what? You're right, Brother Micah. I haven't told anybody in this vast city, New York City, about Christ. I need to get on my horse. I need to get... This is this is terrible. You know what, friend? It is. But the only thing more terrible is if you went another day without telling someone. I ask you, the last time you sat down to eat, did you include with your tip? Hopefully you leave a good tip. Did you include a gospel tract? I was uh, at a Mexican restaurant not long ago. You will often find me at Mexican restaurants. We were actually taking some missionaries out. We had a missions conference at our church not long ago. And I was with my pastor, my father-in-law, and we had three or four missionaries there, one to Nepal, uh, Argentina, Nigeria, and the state of Alaska, going to a small place near Juneau, Alaska. Amazing work. We went out, we were having a great time. The service was impeccable, was phenomenal. It was great. It was kind of a higher end Mexican place. We want to treat these missionaries. Had a wonderful time. I had fajitas as is my norm. Wonderful time. Water, glass never got empty. Chips and salts are always full. He checked on us multiple times. And at the end of our time, I went into my track wallet, and you know what? To my chagrin, to my shame, I was out of my favorite gospel tract for that circumstance called It Was a Pleasure to Meet You, but you know what? My father-in-law was there. I had other tracks. I had a bunch of tracks with me. They are all in here in my track wallet, but I didn't have that one. I wanted that one because I wanted to personally give it to our waiter, our server. So I asked my father in you got one? He said, absolutely. I'm always stocked up. I think he was trying to shame me a little bit for not being stocked up, but he pulled one out. He actually gave me two, one for right then and one for the next time until I was able to get back to BTI, to Bible Tracks, and get some more. And so I went to our server, asked him his name, talked to him for a few moments. I said, service was excellent. Thank you so much. But would you mind reading this gospel tract? I, I'd ask you, would you please? We left the tip on the card that day. There was no cash to put in the in that uh, in that tract, but we left that with him. Thank you. He has a smile on his face. He said, Absolutely, I will read this gospel tract in a very small way. I mean, you talk about low level. I mean, there was nothing. Uh, the 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 risk of embarrassment of, of all those things so incredibly low. It cost me nothing except for thirty seconds of my time. What a low investment. To leave the gospel in that young man's hand. In a small way, my goal that day was to relay the blessings that God has given me in salvation. I ask you, when was the last time you relayed any blessings? Are you constantly complaining about your circumstances? Are you incessantly whining? I hope not. But if you're listening right now and you say, All right, Brother Micah, you got me between the eyes. You, you you hit me where I live here. Can I encourage you? You know what you could do right now? You say, I, I don't got any Bible Tracks. I don't have any. I don't have any of it. It was a pleasure to meet you. Perfect. Go to BibleTracksInc.org today. BibleTracksInc.org. That's our website. We give our Gospel Tracks away for free. Did you hear what I said? For free. BibleTracksInc.org. We'd love to send you some Gospel Tracks. And then you start using them. Don't let them collect dust. Don't let them uh, just sit on your shelf. Take them with you. I want to thank you for listening today. We've come to the conclusion of the book of Mark, chapter number one. Tomorrow, we're going to give a quick recap to the entire book of Mark, chapter number one, and then we're going to dive in, in the coming weeks, into the second chapter. I'm looking forward to it. My prayer, as always, is that you have a great day for his glory, and God bless.